This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Scotty, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. Da, da, da. <laughs> Uh, General, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. But it is. It's not. Ordinary perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It is Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. That's right, we're back in the studio. Survived another COVID apocalypse. <laughs> the, uh, we, are, we are now, we are now uh, live. We are, we are now actually live on, on air. I've pressed the wrong button on my on my mixer here, but uh, welcome, welcome to Car Talk. It's me, Matty J, in online with Mr. David Prince, Mr. Adrian DeGiulio, Mr. Rizzy Ross Actor, and Mr. Scotty Doe. What is happening, gentlemen? Up, uh, Matty. Nothing. Um, Nothing's happening, really. No. Well, nothing exciting, really. Oh, well, all, all the excitement for the teachers is up in Queensland at the moment. Yeah. I heard because all because all the students are like the year twelve are able to get vaccinated from memory. Is, is, is that what's happening? Or uh, we don't have our resident chief of vaccination and uh, doctorate, Mister Alam Deep Singh, in the house because usually he'd give us the. He's our chief us, medical give officer. Give us the info, wouldn't he? Give us the inside word. He is. He, he is the uh, the main guy with that. Uh, I don't know where he is tonight. He should, he should be bumping on at some point, I believe. I um, think he's uh, sorting out Skomo's vaccination rollout. He's gone up the <laughs> Somebody needs to. Yeah, yeah give me some, did give I say me that some Pfizer. Give me some Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it is interesting that that, that we are we, we are you know back up, but we are back with a vengeance. You know, shout out to to all listeners in Sydney. We are thinking of you guys. Going going through a bit of a bit of a rough patch like we did last year. Uh, so shout out, shout out to you guys because it's not ideal. We know what it's like, don't we, gents? Hey, uh, sharing's caring. But uh, but yeah, to, let's just turn into it with some car updates. We'll get start with Mr. David Prince. We'll go around the screens, Mr. David Prince. Updates with you, my man. Oh, uh, updates. Well, big news this week. I think last week we talked about uh, this was another job for the Automotive Investigation Unit. But hang on, uh, wait, 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 hang on, hang on. And Ed's not, no, better. Ed's, Ed's not here to hum along. But uh, the little Honda City Turbo that we talked about last weekend was recovered on Thursday. I, See, I, knew, I knew you could do it. All you <laughs> have to do is you have to show them to your garage. It's okay. <laughs> it wasn't in my garage. <clears throat> it was. Uh, it was. But it was. But power of social media. That's purely and simply the only way it got found, which was brilliant because it got shared quite a lot on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. And uh, Thursday afternoon, I had a call from a, a guy I did some work for, and he was on the phone to another mate who, who was asking him about that post that he'd shared the, a couple of weeks ago about it, the white Honda. Long story short, he also, that guy also has a city and was having some work done on it too, and the mechanic said to him, oh, you don't want a turbo engine for one of these, do you? There's one sitting in a street in Kingsbury. And he said, oh, I think there was one pinched last week. So, uh, yeah, the, calls, the, the call went through, and then my mate rang me, and I said, hasn't been recovered. So it, uh, very quickly uh, we worked out it was the same car. So he was in Heidelberg, so he said, right, I'll drive straight there now and see if it's still there. We had the name of the street. So the next phone thing, my phone bings, and there's a photo of him parked behind it in this uh, comparative, parked properly and everything. 
Well, so uh, it it was it was found. The police were contacted. They came out and printed it and dusted it all. And yeah, it's, he's got it back. So broken ignition lock. That's it. No other damage. Turbo still works. Everything. So uh, he was a very very lucky boy. I think. I think I think so. Like to get a car like that, especially something like that stolen and recovered, it's quite a rarity these days. Absolutely, I had seeing it parked, you know, quite normally on the side of the street, like any other car. I had had hopes that it might be actually, you know, salvageable, and it wasn't a smoking sort of gutted wreck somewhere. And as I said, parked quite neatly. So um, yeah, he, he was he was very lucky and very thankful to get it back. Obviously, mm. they don't grow on trees; those things. Yeah. So, of course, it, most cities and, well, <laughs> in my experience, most small Hondas, they have a habit of of reproducing if you've got one. So, of course, he had heaps of bits for them lying around. He had a couple of spare ignition locks and keys. So, yeah, it's back back uh, doing what it needs to do, hopefully with uh, with a little bit uh, more security than it had <laughs> before. Absolutely. But like, <laughs> for, for, some, um, for some context, Scotty, uh, last week when you went on, David's, David's friend had his Honda City Turbo stolen. And we, we were saying, yeah, it's definitely a goner. But surprisingly found just quite unbelievable that's some good news yeah yeah it was great news so um you know as i said he's a very happy boy and um it lives to uh to turbo another day it lives to boost another day mm. uh, which is actually it's quite incredible seeing as a car like, i mean i reckon they probably would have seen that get shared straight away and they'll they would have just like shut bricks and oh, yeah. it's it's like they it always happens with cars like that they just they, people get them, they go and, what do you call it, drive around with them, have their joyride, and then afterwards, like, oh, what are we actually going to do with them? That's right. That's right. Well, anyone who, who knows of those cars would sort of know what it was, and and they would have known that it, was, it had been pinched as well sort of thing. So even as trying to sell the parts, you'd think, well, hang on a minute, where are the parts coming from? Yeah, so I think you're right, Adrian. I think, I think it was... It's like with everything these days. It's unfortunate. It's like they don't... It, it's I guess it's good, but it's also bad because the people that steal it's not to steal the strip and sell parts. It's all they take them, they drive them, and then they get bored, so they dump it, and then they go to the next car. Mm. And it's just like at that point, would you rather get the car back, or would you rather just have it just gone? You get your insurance money back, you buy something else. Well, it depends on the condition it's found in, of course. I mean, yeah. I think years ago um, we had a family member have their, their XE Falcon pinched and I, I was thrilled because I, I was all over car sales looking for what we could replace it with and then it, it was found the next day totally intact. They'd used the tip stick to, to start it, which kicks <laughs> a tried and true method. And, um, yeah, they obviously it was pinched from Knox City and they just wanted a ride home, a you know, car to drive home. So, um, yeah, it was found not that far away and completely intact. So it's like, oh, okay. Great, great, yeah, great. It's been found, but yeah, certainly if they've if they've been trashed and some of the conditions you see, some of them come back in and the mm. paraphernalia that's found inside, you think, well, hang on, I don't think I actually want it back at all. But thankfully, that wasn't the case uh, this time. Um, the only other thing, oh, I've been fiddling around with wheels and did a bit of a wheel swap on the N one again just to mix it up a bit. Then again, we- you just put the wheels on. Yeah, I know, and then I changed them back again. And <laughs> where's the where's the tires? Uh, the tire wears 
you know, much more even if you actually swap the sets of tyres when you've got three or four. <laughs> but makes it easier to. Uh, it's funny, you know, it's such a light car and the suspensions, not the most sophisticated suspension system in the world, I'm guessing, given that it's designed for those billiard table smooth roads in Japan. But mm. yeah, the original wheels, it's certainly, uh, they're certainly designed with those wheels for a reason. It, it's, 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 goes really well with the original wheels. The fatter wheels, it feels a little bit more planted, but the, the original wheels, I think the ride's a bit better and all that sort of stuff. So we'll leave those on for a while. And yeah, that's right. about me. Very good. We are joined uh, by, by the resident doctor, uh, Dr. Dr. Alan Deep Singh. How are you, Alan? My webcam wasn't plugged in. Uh, that's why you saw me appear magically from underneath the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging that in and uh, getting things going. Uh, yeah, so back in Canberra, it was a uh, it was a very nice journey. Quite pleasant. There wasn't any rain or uh, much cloudiness. It was a nice and sunny day. And you'd be pleased to know I kept it at exactly 110 the whole way. I don't mm. believe you. I, <laughs> it genuinely honest, man, 110 the whole way. Well, it said 113, but that's where the car's actually at 110. Passed by fixed camera car, two New South Wales Highway Patrols. Nobody wanted any of me, you know. Just on my way, just chilling. And it was probably like, I would say definitely one of the more relaxing drives I've done. Traditionally, when you're, let's just say, going at a safe speed, but what not what the government would agree to be a safe speed, you're a lot more attentive uh, for cops and everything else. So this was actually more of a uh, more chill journey for me. Normally, I'm a lot more like, I guess, tired from these kind of drives just because, you know, you have to pay attention, check around every corner, check around, you know, any little hidden areas for hidden cameras and that sort of thing so this is a bit easier and I, I definitely did appreciate that but yeah got got to got to Canberra in one piece um there were no stoppages along the way for me at least there were there was I think one of the rest stops just past is it Chiltern is that the, the, the name of the town Chiltern or something I think it was right before a little before Wangaratta Basically, they were stopping for well, quite a bit before Wangaratta, really, between kind of Wodonga and Wangaratta. There was a little rest stop, and that's where I think they were funneling all Glen the Rowan, do you mean? No, it wasn't uh, no, Glen Rowan. Children, I thought, was further over west. You wouldn't be going. Yeah. So, so it was, it, I guess, it'd be the area considered to be Chilton, but obviously the Hume Freeway stays off it. But somewhere around there, there's a, um, a rest stop, or right before it. And uh, that's where they're kind of, I think, funneling all the cars coming from New South Wales, just to mm. make sure they were doing the right thing. And they went on their way to anything more nefarious. So that was good to see that they're not, you know, just letting anyone in willy-nilly, considering that we've actually got control of our outbreak. And yeah, so apart from that, yeah, not much, not much happened. I didn't stop anywhere to get fuel or anything in New South Wales, just for safety's sake. I did stop for um, a bit of a relieving wee stop. <laughs> but um, yeah, apart from that, it was pretty, pretty uneventful. Got home, that's safe. Got some chicken from my favorite chicken place. And, you go to uh, the wheels again? No, not, <laughs> not, didn't go to a porter. I went oh. to um, went to Kingsley's uh, fried chicken. It's a fried chicken joint. I'm pretty sure exclusively in ACT. Yeah, um, they give uh, KFC a run for the money. So uh, you know. oh, that's so you know from one chicken lower to another. As long as you didn't get some Gladys butter chicken in you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. But that, um, that's, that's COVID prone. You know what I'm saying? My, uh, you um, got some uh, updates with your plates, Mister Singh. My plates? Oh, yes. So as I did order the JDM-style plates for the, the STI, I ordered them very soon after owning the car. I just kept forgetting to put them on. 
<laughs> I finally managed to put them on right before I left. So now the car, you know, looks uh, looks the part. I think it it almost sticks out like a sore thumb in a way. Now with the plates, it already it never obviously was made to blend in. But I think with with uh, these plates now, it's uh, I don't know. I think it grabs a little more attention, which I don't know if that's the right thing to do, considering I'm in a different state. But oh well. Yeah, well, um, I think you've got a so. So, so that's updates with you. What do you know? Me. All right. I've got updates with cars, but not real cars. Mm-hmm. I've got something for you, Maddie. Ooh. Like next time I see you, I'll give it to you because I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Ooh. Boop, boop, boop. Holy crap. Is that, is that the, uh, the, the, oh, dude, I've been trying to find that everywhere. Yeah. Wow. You want it? You want it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> 600 bucks. And Done. <laughs> so for people that can't see, it's the Hot Wheels Pack Ford Race Team. It comes with the Ford Transit Supervan, the 1970 Ford Escort RS 1600, the 78 Ford Escort RS 1800 Mark II, and then like the tow truck, which is a Ford C800. Yeah, they need tow trucks, I think, pretty well. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, brother um, showed me that and goes, would I like? And I said, well... Like it's cool, but I probably wouldn't want it. But I know someone that would. So absolutely, I will be paying you. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure I got that one. Thank you, Scott. There was, there was another set that I actually picked up. Comes with five, mm-hmm. and it's called the what is it? The modern, the modern classic set. Oh, right. So one of them that comes with it is this Ooh. one. Oh yes, yes. The twenty-two B yeah. STI. Great car. And the other one is an S14, which is pretty cool because you usually just see the S15s. Yeah, yeah. Hello Kitty Uh. Honda, (laughs) (laughs) EG. Nice. That's pretty cool. Volkswagen Jetta Mark III. Got to have the Jets, yeah. And the one that I really like. Is this one here? Ooh. The 72 Mercedes Benz 280 SEL. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Cool. That's yeah, a, I really like that one. I thought that looks sick. That's a nice model. Yeah, oh. so that was the little five car set that I picked up. Yeah. So they, those are a bit dearer, those ones, aren't they? Those sets. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're premium. Them. They're premium models. So they have like actual rubber tires, I think, from memory, too. And yeah, the plastic. Good. They're really cool. That that's a great pickup that you that you managed to get there. Yeah, so I'm happy with that pickup. So we, I hope, I hope you're you happy with your pickup I got you for you, Maddie. Oh mate, I'm ecstatic. Thank you so much for that, Scotty. That, that's that's gonna, all right. That's gonna go straight into into my cabinet with all my cars. You you'll be you'll front <laughs> yeah. No problem. Is that a Kmart special, Scotty? Kmart. Yeah. Or where where do you find find them mainly? Target. Target. Okay, okay. Yeah. Target. Sorry, yeah. yes, Target. Got wow. one endorsed. Yeah, got yep. one endorsed, 100%. 100%. I've got um, nearly a 100% failure rate. The number I have driven to to uh, find that scam, that in custom N600, but there's also an EK9 Hot Wheels as well. And uh, I've driven to Woolworths, I've driven to Kmarts, I've driven to out of my way and have not found the ones I want. And mates, you know, take photos of them. And, oh, do you want this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just buy it for me. Found an MR2. <laughs> you, did. you did. Thank you for that, Mr. Mr. Prince. That was actually really lovely. I did the same thing trying to find the MR2. I, I drove to 
that many Woolworths because Woolworths had the had the matchboxes and I just drove and drove and drove. I probably went to like ten in one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, like I, I like I, I should, you know, like I went to ten in one day. I was you know driving around. And um, yeah, I was, it was, I was on my phone. Okay, I haven't been to this one. This one's a metro, so metros don't sell them. So I ruled that one out. And every drive, every drive, every drive, so like oh, I was, I was legit doing, uh, you know, automotive investigation unit stuff to, to try to, to try and get them. Uh, so. Is uh, is that the one you're looking for, David? I've just linked it in the chat. Yeah, I, I well, uh, let me have a little look, but I'm sure it is custom uh, Sony Honda N600. Yeah, that's the one. That's one. But you see, I refuse to buy on eBay. That's just too easy. <laughs> so you want the challenge? I see. I, I want see. The challenge. You know, I want to. I want to walk into the store and I want to see it on the shelf and grab it and say, "Oh, I finally found one." He, he, likes, the, he likes the hunt. The thrill of the hunt. That's right. That's I can understand that. I can. Very <laughs> much yeah, all right, I get that. <laughs> I've got to make because I feel to... like you've always got eBay kind of just sitting there waiting anyway. If you give up, and well, meantime, that, that's you're... that's true. It's like a fallback plan. Yeah. But definitely, the um, Emerald IGA is a hot spot for them. Um, and I, I've spoken to two or three people who who buy them, and they 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 all say yep, Emerald IGA. And for some reason, they someone who works here must be really good at stocking the shelves. But every time they go, they get some some of the really rare ones and stuff. So, Ooh. car talk top tip: Emerald oh, IGA. That's <laughs> it. It's Rose. a bit far to go for Hot Wheels, but you know, if you're dedicated, Alan. <laughs> Alan, wash your mouth out with soap, my friend. Yeah. That's that is, mate. I would travel to Canberra if I had to get the right one. I'll do it. Too far. I done that um, years and years ago when I had my first car, the Crow. We went from Sunbury all the way to Shepparton just for hot wheels. <laughs> I'm not wow. even joking. We left at four thirty in the afternoon and we got back at midnight. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's commitment, Adrian. That is commitment. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> I love that. Rizzy Rose. Uh, update just loaded up Pokemon Emerald. Can't find any Hot Wheels sets here. Am <laughs> <laughs> I supposed to be in Pallet Town? <laughs> oh, yes. no, it's, it's after you beat the eight gym leaders and you go into the, um, the Pokemon League. The Elite Four. The Elite Four. It's, it's at the end of there. Uh, so, uh, I'll have to do a bit more, bit more playing around <laughs> to get the Hot Wheels set. You know what I'm saying? I'll go past uh, Nurse Joy and uh, you know uh, <laughs> Officer Jenny, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, um, while we're on the topic of release Emerald, we, you were saying Emerald in Victoria, right, David? Not Emerald in uh, Queensland. Uh, in Victoria, yes. Okay. <laughs> because yes. you know, I'd, I'd be a lot more impressed. I mean, I'm already impressed that you know you went to Emerald, Victoria, <laughs> Emerald Queensland, just Hot Wheels. That's uh, that'd be extra crazy. Yeah, yeah, that would just be. Just imagine, crazy. just like one day, he's like, you know what? I need it. It's at Emerald in Queensland. <laughs> the ticket just goes. Uh, well, ask awesome them to put it on hold for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. I'll be I'm in the next the way. Uh, I'll, I'll be there after my 14 days quarantine. Um, <laughs> Every time, oh. I, every time I've been to, uh, to 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 Queensland, like I, I went, I went earlier this year uh, for for personal reasons. But I got I got there, and on the way back, I still had access to the rental van I borrowed. Uh, so I went, so I went to Pacific Fair, and I just went to Kmart, and then I'm buying like twenty Hot Wheels and brought back with me in the plane. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I have I have severe severe issues, but it, it's it's all for the it's all it's all for the hunt, gentlemen. I think it's the... every car though. This is true. Just have those issues. I went. Oh, you know where I still go. You know the place that um, Ed said that they had part of the shop that was all closing down. 
It's it's the one of those perpetual closing down stores. <laughs> Only um, a so true house lover now. What it is, it was all the old stock they're trying to get rid of. So a majority of the stuff that they've got there is just old, janky stuff. But then they've got all the stuff that's in the cabinet, which is brand new, like stuff that's come out, you know, this era. And uh, give me two seconds. I'll show you what I ended up picking up. From there. Absolutely. Right well, what well, you the shop that you speak of? Uh, it's a it's a model car shop that's been closing down for for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, cars are model cars of the world. I know the one. Yes, that's the one. It's and, just uh, in 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 Burwood. Um, yeah, but apparently they've been closing down for a while, and they say, yeah, but that's <laughs> a top tip. If you want to make a good sale, say you're closing down, and then yeah. <laughs> and just refuse to close down. But uh, Adrian has has got uh, got a, a model for us. She's gonna he's gonna show us. This has become model talk. I love it. I, I live for this stuff. <laughs> Certainly cheaper than the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Back. You're back. So Adrian's back. He's got. What have you got for us, Adrian? Oh God! Hang on. Let me get rid of the virtual screen. Yeah, the virtual screen's killing it for us. We can't see it. Uh, give you that looks idea. just like an M3. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, Challenger. Ooh. Challenger Demon. There you go. You finally oh, got one. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. It's actually quite a nice kit. The color's beautiful. Yeah. And it's only 130 bucks. That's pretty good. A one to eighteen scale as well. That's the ones that I like to collect. Yeah, same. That's, that's, my, that's my favorite scale as well. But yeah, I just happened to find it up there, and I'm like, yeah, I am taking that. I don't care how much it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I grab that. Oh, nice minis. They're David showing us uh, some. Oh, these are about one third scale, I reckon. I reckon if yeah. I wanted these, I'd have two more. <laughs> <laughs> These are dealership N1s from Japan showing the colours. That's, oh, that's nice. Cool. So they'd be probably 20, 25 to 30 centimetres long. They're wow. huge. Oh. But um, take up a bit of space. Um, like so, can you, oh, I hate this virtual background. <laughs> you can take on. it off, Adrian. No one's, uh, no one's blaming you. I, 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 don't, I don't want you guys to see, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, while I was down there, I found some other stuff. And has everybody watched the new Fast and Furious? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Did you see what this is? Oh, the Fiero. Oh, Fiero. no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, as bad as that is, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> it's cool in a bad way. <laughs> that's, that's, that's nuts. It's actually ridiculous. Tell me you bought that. I made it. Oh, you oh you made it. Yeah, so it was one of my mate's birthdays uh, a little while ago, going back to when we first went and watched the film. And um, he absolutely hated the car. He, he was about to walk out because he's just like, <laughs> they have ruined the Fiero. And I'm like, the Fiero was ruined to start off with. He hated the whole sequence of them being in um, space and all that. So for his birthday, I was walking around that shop and I found it. They had the Fiero and it was on discount. I think I paid like 20 bucks for the 1 to 18 scale model. I'm just like, oh, it's red too. I know exactly what I'm doing with this. <laughs> so yeah, I went and bought a model kit that's like for the um, rockets and all that and cut it all up and glued it all together. Just gave him that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like legit. I didn't know that you made that. Yeah, yeah no, I, I made that. Look, you look at it up mm-hmm. close, it looks like shit, but in the pictures, it looks <laughs> you, a lot you just keep it on a shelf, you know, just admire it from yeah, far away. Uh-huh. You need. It's exactly it. it, it, it was, he was about to throw it too. He's like, let's see if it flies. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's perfect from far, but far from perfect, as I would say. That's exactly it. Uh, Rizzy Ross, updates with you, my man. Nothing on the car front, my man. It's uh, Serato's due for another service. It just clocks up K's like no tomorrow. So <laughs> that's happening. And um, yeah, really uh, not a lot else apart from us helping someone this week. Well, I te- I got a little passenger uh, test drive in a new Great Wall Motors Ute. Mm. And that was, um, I know Havel was still waiting for sponsorships. <laughs> so this is, this is, this is a, this is a plug, but um, yeah, so that was interesting. Pretty, pretty impressed with the overall quality of it. I used to drive a Ranger for work. So I sort of had those expectations and let's just say this one exceeded quite a, quite a lot of things for how much the owner paid for it. Yeah. So they've come a long way. There's, um, I don't know what the future holds. It's, uh, they're going to shake the market up a little bit. And yeah, so that was that was an interesting perspective on you know some of the new cars that are coming into Australia. But yeah, that's that's about it. About helped another lady buy a Rav Four nine months wait. Wow, is that um, was that a hybrid? Yes. Yeah. So, um, and CX-5s, which she was comparing into about four to five months wait. Mm. So things are not, the market's uh, not a good time to be buying. Uh, if you're a true hustler like Alamdeep Singh, you're getting them in, in, in 2020. Um, <laughs> you reckon I could sell my STI for as much as I bought it for? Uh, yeah, absolutely. More yeah. than that. Maybe I should. Well, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, that's, that's what's going on in, in my car world. Fellas, nicely done. It's a really interesting time in the trade that with with the delays on some cars. And the, I was talking to a couple of the guys at oh, how do I say this? Um, maybe a German sports car dealership. Let's leave it at that. And they actually said it's a bit of a problem. They've actually got customers' cars coming in, and they're actually the old model, whereas they've already received the updated model. But their their car, cars are being Delivered to the dealership, and they're the superseded model, which they've well, put, they've been waiting for so long that they've, you know, special orders and, and the like. So that's created a few problems in that they've had to actually then do some fast talking and then all move them into the new model. But yeah, it's an interesting time with with the, the delays on on what's available and and how little is available. Yeah, it's unheard of, you know, for and and part of the. Part of the problem is that, of course, we don't produce cars in Australia anymore. It probably would have been mm. a lot easier had we still had Ford and Holden and Toyota, but we all know that's not the case. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that might have uh, that would have held off a couple of years. They might have made a couple of years of profit. <laughs> absolutely. Because <laughs> people have been like, well, I need a car, and I'll just go to a Ford dealership because they can make it tomorrow. So uh, it's, it is a very interesting time. It's definitely a um, a seller's market at this point in time. You want to make money on a car, you sell it now, essentially. Car took top tip. Sell now, sell now, sell now. I sound like a... We'll buy later. We'll buy later. Exactly right. Yeah, pretty much. 
doing that. But, but even even like just pieces of crap people are spending tons of money for because I mean, you can't you can't get a car. I mean, to, to put it in context, but it's not just cars. It's a bit of everything. My sister was looking at buying a dog. <laughs> no, but like, like seriously, she went to yeah. to save a part to save a dog. Yeah, they said yeah. they say no. No, 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 because there's not there's none there. They've all been taken. Well, see, when I was looking at them, they said no because they're like we had enough people that have uh, gone up for adoption and they're not taking care of the dog, oh. so we're not doing them anymore. Yeah, and they took one look at you. They're like, he's not going to take care of the dog. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's that's not nice. I haven't even started on you yet. Jeez. <laughs> No, so, uh, but I, this this is where the, you know, like this RAV4 as an example, the dealers are not discounting at all, right? And fair enough. They haven't got the car here. Why would, why would they discount it, right? That's and people, right. people are concerned that they're not saving three four $4,000 on this car that they used to, let's say, two years ago. The issue is they're probably getting two and a half, three grand more for their used car that they're trading in or selling. Yeah, it's true. So you, it's the market's still the same in many ways. You're getting more for what you're selling if you can sell it on the private market, and you're literally not getting much discount. So I think it's sort of, you know, net zero sort of a situation. But people don't look at it that way. If they're buying, then they're like, "Oh shit, I'm not getting any discounts, but I still want to buy." Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, you, you're spot you're spoiling with that. I, I think. Um, I think people people are just like you know all about the coin and not realizing the bigger picture. So watch this space. Adrian, updates with you. Got none. Got none. All right. No. Simple uh, as that. Just yeah, cars there. It's working. I'll leave it as it is for now. I'm waiting for the wheels to come in. Uh, that's the next thing that's coming. Uh, and then I go and look for a project car. Got to, you got to have a project car. It's, it's part of the role. I yeah. um, I went for a ride in an MX-5 on Friday night. Oh. Yes, you did, Matty. I did. Uh, it was owned by one of the people in the show. Really, really nice to drive. He let me drive it into, into the city and had a, I caught up with the, the Edward Bunting who's not on tonight. So took that for a spin. Impressed. Um, really nice. It, it rides a lot better now on the new shocks and everything. I think, it, I think it's we- driving we got it parked up on uh, Chapel Street there. There's our proof. You oh, can yeah. see the, the sign that says no open bottles of alcohol, you know, just to prove <laughs> in the right area. Um, and uh, on the way back, we uh, we took a bit of a, a wrong turn and so parked up right in front of the city and uh, in Albert Park. Nice. Sweet. So, sweet. Got to, got to do some some scenic shots there, there yeah. definitely. But apart from as... Uh, well, actually, Scotty wasn't here to, to snitch last week, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the the Mercedes is still broken, um, but that's that. It'll hopefully get fixed at some point. At some point. Now, Ed already knows this. Ed, Ed already knows. Sorry. Cool. So, so I'll just remind him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because Ed was the one that turned around and said, uh, "I think it's about time you sell it now." Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, that's pretty much it on my. I've not really done much car things uh, this 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 past. It's week. winter. We're not doing as much. They're trying to stay indoors. It has been it's been, it's been cold. It has been very cold. I'm not gonna lie. We're moving on to tonight's topic. Now, talking about purchasing cars as from earlier in, in the in, in the show. What has been your worst car purchases you've ever made? Like what's been a car you've been like or, or, or a car related thing or, or, or you've just been like, why the hell did I buy this? Or what have I done? 
I've bought myself a lemon or I've bought this and I'm never going to use it. What's been a case for you now? Uh, Scotty, I'll put this in the chat in the group chat earlier. Scotty's like, oh, you know, I already know what I'm, what I'm going to answer here with. So we'll start with you, Scotty. So what car or car related object or, or, or paraphernalia have you bought that you've just been like, yeah, I, no, never again? So it starts with BMW and ends in M3. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Uh, it, it was coming. We all knew it. <laughs> yeah. Just too many problems and things with it. Just so yeah. you've had the problems when you first got it, or did it did it develop them? One wasn't that long it? after. Okay, not really that long after, and then it just snowballed from there. So did you buy it as a was it a cheaper example? Like you know, did you think you were getting a bargain, or did you? Nah, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was priced like pretty much all the others. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, a huge bargain. It wasn't ridiculously expensive. It was just where it should have been like all the others. But, yeah, there's just things that uh, started going wrong. And they're just too too expensive. Yeah, the Evo would have been better if I held on to that one. What year was was your F46? Oh, two, I think. So pretty early on. One's 2004, well, four and a half, I think they call it. Yeah. Yep. Five. Yeah, sorry, 4.5, yeah. So you had the pre-facelift, wasn't it? Yeah, the headlights are a little bit different or something from memory. Yeah, because when they did the post-facelift, like what I've got, they fixed up a lot of the issues. In the same yeah. Way. I have yeah. the issues, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, rub bearings. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a cough. Yeah, yeah, get a cough. <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah, and then, it's, and then it's just on your mind the rest of the time while you're owning it. What's going to happen next? What electrical thing's going to go next? Oh, I've got a, I've got a bet with myself of what's going to be next. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I get in the car. Will it start today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, but I, I guess one that probably might surprise you that. I guess probably wasn't the best move at the time was grabbing a um the 32 GDR just not the best as a as a daily and bits of things had to be fixed you know getting pretty darn old so yeah yeah what well, wasn't the best move wasn't too happy with that one still great car and everything I think it would have been fantastic as just a second car and slowly fix up bits and pieces but yeah, decision-wise, probably not the best. Speaking of that, have you still got the 31? Yep. Nice. And you got the Lib as well, don't you? The, what was B4. that? The B4, the Lib. Yes, yep, yep. Okay. Still got that. It's probably the longest I've ever, ever held onto a car for. <laughs> <laughs> I hear so that. Obviously, that's probably been your most reliable car, right, Scotty Yvonne? Yeah, yeah. I hadn't had any... Major dramas touch wood. It's been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's just a couple of things that I've got to do. Just the suspension bushes they said that needed to be fixed up. Yeah, other than that, it's been pretty pretty darn good. The funny thing is, though, if I went to sell that, I'd be able to get more money for my R31 that's not even registered compared to this Subaru that is registered that's and turbocharged and everything. But yeah. I'd be able to sell this R31 for more. 
That's insane. That's it makes no sense. No, I mean, Beef Wars are actually, you know, I mean, they were always kind of, um, you know, they, they held in money okay, but like, you, I'm surprised that during COVID tax that they haven't skyrocketed in value. Well, I got the original buyer's receipt and the options that he ticked to go with it and stuff, and it came to over seventy something thousand dollars. Wow! Damn, is how much he spent on it to buy it brand new. So ex- that would have been an expensive car. Like, that is an expensive car. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, which one are you talking about now? The Subaru. Seventy grand. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how much they used to be worth back in the day? Far out, yeah. So yeah, brand new. He- he bought it and it, yeah, 70, 70 something thousand dollars. That's more than my typhoon. My typhoon was 58 and something. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Mm. It reminds me of the seven series when you think about it. I picked it up for five grand, and you know, you listen to what they say when they're new, it's over a hundred thousand mm. dollars. You're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they depreciate like crazy. Like, it was. Oh, yeah. You know, I've, I was looking at the most, like the biggest depreciated cars in seven series are like up the top of the list. Like, like for like a, they're like, they started to, like, I don't know, they started 200,000, but like, like a top spec one's 220, 230. Within two years, they're half price. Within like, I think four or five years, they're, they're half that again. So like, they just, they just hemorrhage money, oh, um, which, which is just insanity. So, so yeah. Uh, cut off top tip don't buy one brand new wait a couple of years <laughs> just wait let's appreciate it the depreciation here um so so that would that would that be the, the only two scotty that you'd probably say yeah i wouldn't do again yeah yeah i mean i'd probably rethink it i mean bmw i pretty much turned off i don't think i'd, I'd probably go back but that. you know 32 grs and stuff i would um just not as a daily that's all yeah. that was the only that's the only problem that i had with the 32 gdr choice purchase was it just wasn't that great to use as a as a daily so was i wasn't 30, overly happy with that was the 34 a lot easier as a daily oh yeah yep i had no dramas with that i wouldn't want a daily one now but <laughs> yeah no <laughs> yeah you, you would it, it, uh, yeah, it, it got uh, snaffled as well. I'd be too scared to even just take it out. Yeah. I'd probably hire security guards 24-7 yeah. to Pretty just look after it. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a joke at this point in time, but, but anyway. Yeah, it's stupid. But that's another discussion. Um, yeah, I just got those two. Every other purchase I've done, I've been happy with and wrapped. Yeah. Mr. Prince. Uh, well, there've been a few. Sadly, the more I thought, of, I thought, no, I've been pretty lucky. I haven't. You know, there's nothing I regret buying. Uh, mainly things that have cost me more than I imagined they would. Two, two stick out. One of them I actually bought, and one of them I was involved with trying to sell for some friends. The, and that friends of friends sort of rang me and said, "Oh, you know, we know you help people get rid of cars. You know, we've got a car we don't need anymore. Would you, you know, be able to?" You know, oh, we'll pay you, of course. You know, I said, oh, well, we'll see about that. Let's just see if we can get it. You know, what is it? It's an Audi. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and it gets worse. It was an Audi A8, a 4.2 Quattro. Yeah, big car. Big car. I said, does it have service history? Oh, yes, it's got the books in the glove box. Oh, good, good, okay. A car like that, books are, you need the books, basically. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they, uh, they, they, Filled it up somewhere and, and the petrol was bad. So 
uh, it needed the four fuel pumps replaced, um, which they'd done. It cost them a gazillion dollars. Uh, I think only had just over 100,000 Ks on it. They dropped it over here, quite nice looking, you know, in quite good nick. I cleaned the interior up a bit and stuff. Thought I'd hawk it around a couple of places. I drove it once and I was so paranoid that something was going to go wrong with it. <laughs> but I just parked it back in the driveway and then did not drive it again. And I grabbed the books out and I was you know, looking through them after you know, I'd um, talked to a few people about it. The books actually weren't for that car. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay, that's interesting. So I rang them and I said, you realise that the books that are in the glove box, oh, you know, we bought it from a wholesaler, right, uh, and it didn't have any books. So he was kind enough to get us a set of books for it. Oh, no. I said, it's oh, not really the way it works because the books sort of have to relate to that car. Oh, really? I just thought, I said, it's not even the right model. It's the oh. this one's the, the one about three years further on. But anyway, so long, long story short, I gave it back to them and said, thank you very much. It's been fun, but, you know, you can sell your car yourself. I said, I'd trade it in. It was basically unsaleable. Without the books, that sort of car, I tried to sell it to a couple of mechanics who work at the Audi dealer that I do work for. It was, I thought that was our only way of getting rid of the thing. And they could take a punt on it because it would have been under 10 grand, I'd imagine. But he took it. they took it back and, and um, somehow he, he reckons he sold it for 15. So I don't know how he did that. But maybe to someone else like them that didn't know that the books actually had to relate to the car. But uh, that was not a car that I think would have uh, been a good long-term proposition by any level. And I was telling someone else in the trade about it, and they said, oh, yes, Audi, four rings of misery. And I thought, <laughs> okie so that, that's one way of describing it. <laughs> the other one was a, a car I spied in a side street not far from here a few years ago, probably about 10 years ago now, and I thought, oh, that's a rare car, and went and had a look at it. It was a Mark I Golf convertible, but it had the American bumper bars. So before they were ever sold, out here by Volkswagen Australia, which wasn't until about 1990, I think. There were a few that were imported and converted from uh, left-hand drive to right-hand drive. And this was one of these. It was it had the single headlights and the, the, the impact bars for the US. Um, so it was obviously American car. It had the reflectors on the, on the guards and things like that. Uh, but it was looking very sort of forlorn and filthy dirty and dirt all underneath it. So I stuck a note under it. I thought that could be a bit of fun. Does this, um, does this golf, you know, need a new home? Uh, actually, it had a rabbit badge on it, so that's even more more, yeah, more proof that it was an American one. Does this little car need a new home or something, you know, call me. Next day, I got a phone call from the girl that owned its dad. The, the girl had, had uh, moved into state and left it outside mum and dad's. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I picked that up quite cheaply. So I thought, oh, this will be a bit of fun. Wouldn't start, so... Lisa had the keys, towed it off to a, a mate that does a bit of work on Volkswagens. He came back to me with a list of stuff. It was like a, an example of what you need, you might need to do for a roadworthy, like all the things that could be wrong for a car. It, was, it, was, it went on for pages and pages, this thing. It just was one thing after another. I think they had a funny horn system where the, the horn is somehow go grounded to the steering column or something. It's only, it's only Mark One Golfs and Porsche 924s, I think, had, had, had it this way. That didn't work. Speedo didn't work. Wheel bearings didn't work. Needed brakes. The auto was okay, but drove really gloppy when I actually got the thing going. And I wasn't sure if that was the fact it was a Mark One Golf, which I thought drove pretty okay. Then I thought, oh, maybe it's the fact it's convertible. 
Oh, actually, maybe it's the fact it's been converted from left-hand drive to right-hand <laughs> drive. There were quite a few variables there. Anyway, the worst thing about it ended up being that actually it had a crack in the chassis, uh, which when you put it up on a hoist, you couldn't see because the, the sort of weight of the car closed the crack. It was only oh. when the car was on the ground <laughs> on four wheels. Finally, the guy got under it with a mirror and said, oh, yeah, there's a crack in the chassis. I said, oh, great, okay. Anyway, long story short, I chipped away at it for, a, I had it probably 12 months and got it on the road and it's still on the road. The guy in the Volkswagen car club bought it from me, loves it. There you go. I've seen it day the Volkswagen a couple of times, but talk about bringing them back from the edge. I'll tell you what, that was, uh, that was, would not have been long for this world had not someone as stupid as me came across it and decided to resurrect it. <laughs> But, yeah, so that's what, probably one I wouldn't rush out and buy again. Mm. Rizzy Ross, anything that you've bought that you've been like, yeah, nah? Well, my very first car, it wasn't so much, yeah, nah. It was just uh, lasted about a week um, <laughs> after being wrapped around a tree by my brother. But, no, to be honest. It's not the car's fault. No, it's not. And, and there's nothing that I've ever bought that I wouldn't buy again type of thing if, it was available at the prices that I paid for in, back in the day. Mm. So, you know, 1800 bucks for a laser registration, roadworthy, I think 1500 bucks for a Toyota Starlet, two and a half grand for a Sirion. And all of those cars were basically lasted. So no, in, I, I don't think so, but obviously I've had plenty of people, I think as, uh, David was mentioning earlier about Audis and I've had plenty of people that um, have had transmission issues that have had a whole lot of different issues with Audis and Volkswagen group products. And then some people have been quite happy with their ownership as well. So, but no, no, no product or I guess car that I've purchased that I wouldn't have again. Sorry guys, a bit, a bit boring on my end. No, well, I mean, that's a good thing because you, because you've had cars that have actually you've enjoyed and you've, and you've liked. So that's actually that's actually a, a good story, Rizzy Ross. Would be, you know, Alan. It's gonna be, well, the SX4. Basically, it wasn't my direct <laughs> purchase; it was a family purchase. Um, but it has your number and your name on it, doesn't it? It does. It does, and uh, you know, I take some responsibility. It just, you know, it. It doesn't have the benefits of a small hatchback, you know, of being light, um, cheap on fuel, that kind of thing. It has none of that. It's terrible on fuel. It barely gets 10 litres per 100 Ks. If you can it at all, it goes worse than that. It's only got like a 40 litre fuel tank, so you're always filling up. It's got that crappy all-wheel drive system that when it detects the front wheels are slipping, it'll maybe engage the rear. But when are you ever going to be in that situation? You know, it's it's far too low to take off-roading and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's just it's slow and sluggish, heavy. It's it's got all the the negative points of every style of car you can really think of. The only thing that's really been, I guess, a positive saving grace is it's never given us any trouble. That being like it used to be our only car, so it it got a ton of Ks within a very short period of time. And then when we kind of got our own cars to drive around and that sort of thing, it started getting very few Ks. So even now, at what is it, thirteen years later, it still hasn't reached a hundred thousand Ks. Um, and look, you know, in the first few years we owned it, it kind of got to 60,000 Ks very quickly. So <laughs> it's just been kind of, uh, yeah, trucking along. But like my dad didn't test drive it. He had the, he was worried about the insurance policy. Um, 
which they usually just charge you. Um, I think they make you pay in excess of like a grand or two if you end up crashing the car and then they deal with whatever later on. And he right. wasn't happy with that. So yeah, at, he, at the test drive, he, he was like, yeah, no, I'll just buy it. He's like, well, he just had the, the dealer take it for a ride. And, <laughs> and you know, I was just like, why you do this? Like, you gotta, you gotta try the car firsthand, especially with something. If again, if you had like driven a friend Suzuki or something, SX4, that sort of thing, it, it'd be a very much different situation. Because, like I said, I bought the STI without test driving it, and the car turned out to be roughly what I expected a few things different here and there. But this car, where you've never driven anything like it, and we went there with the express idea to buy a Grand Vitara, <laughs> and you end up buying an SX4, like. It just uh, a lot of it just didn't gel with me, and I wasn't happy about it. So, and I'm still not happy that the car still exists in the household. The only saving grace, like I said, it's never given us any trouble, like never failed to start that kind of thing. Service-wise, it's always just been the regular maintenance products, nothing um, untoward, like this is wrong or this has been leaking or anything like that. So that's at least been a plus. But I like had having that time again. I would have said no. We need to at least test drive this car and give it the beans, you know, see what it's all about before we say yes to it um so that's that, that's probably the biggest regret the other i'll give it a, a small bit of regret is actually buying the sti and it's Ooh. not because it's not a good car i actually like the car it's i think i mentioned it the other day i ended up going back to driving the wrx and the experience that i get in the wrx even though it is an older car is a slower car it's hard to beat i guess i just have that innate love for that experience yeah so yeah like even though i, I really do enjoy the sti like it's not that i hate the sti it's just i love the wrx more and so that's why i have a little bit of a little bit of buyer's remorse in that aspect i'm like maybe i should have bought something very very different so at least you know i wouldn't have the the, the point of comparison mm. so i don't know maybe i just have to modify the sti <laughs> and <laughs> make it go whoosh and you know hear more of that boxer rumble and get a little more power so it kind of comes on at that kind of middle uh peak talk kind of situation but i don't know um alan i've just got a suggestion right there man the times are tough hustlers gotta hustle and if you want a completely different feel from your sti you basically got to be playing initially stage four music (laughs) And 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 you, as you're driving at night, just picture that you have a eight a, a Toyota eight six in front of you, delivering <laughs> some tofu. And if you if you somehow decided to use your power and overtake it, and the tofu driver, you know the eight six driver doesn't know what's going on, and all he hears is Eurobeat music, stage four. <laughs> <laughs> then you're winning. That's that's the thrill you need, my man. No that, need for modifications. That's what I go around doing. Blasting European chopping 86s, huh? <laughs> that's all you need to do, my man. And that, oh, that I think, will do everything. It's not hard to, to beat 86s. It's not. It's no, let's not. be honest. Um, <laughs> it's the thrill. It's the thrill, man. It's, it's the thrill. The thrill of the hunt, you know, coming up behind them. No. <laughs> I, I think there are a lot of, a lot of people that, that experience a similar thing with the newer versions of cars they've loved you know yeah and and they've become more sanitized and what well, safer you know but but more oh, idiot proof is probably the the word isn't it like with yeah. all the safety driving aids and all the beeping and the binging and the bonging and the and the and all that um yeah i think there's still a lot to be said for that raw driving experience that you know um is is sort of maybe why we stick with a brand or go with the uh you know oh i'm gonna buy the new model of this and it's been happening for years you know 
the um, affection you have for something and then you buy it with the new model and you think, oh, yeah, okay, this is the new model, but, you know, maybe mm. not, as close, not as engaging as the, the one that you're, it's replaced. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty common story, I think. Yeah. Which is, um, interestingly, like, uh, I've been very, very happy with the MX-5. It's just been a completely different experience. Yep. And that's why I thought, well, I've already got an MX-5 that's registered to be on the road fully. Why don't I just drive that around for a little bit and then, you know, pass on the STO, maybe get something else a little bit later. Um, because, yeah, the MX-5 has been a great experience. Like, it, even at freeway speeds, there's not a lot of wind noise, um, yep. as, as you, would, you would expect a bit for a convertible top. But it was surprisingly nice for a really windy day on that uh, Friday night. Me and Matt drove it. It's, um, it's got enough power and torque to keep you happy in, like, the twisties. It's not going to win any races. I'm sure an 86 would actually beat it, a brand new one. But, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a car that puts a smile on the face. And, you know, that's, that's usually what we, the, the car talk people, measure things by smiles per gallon. That's rather right. than any other Absolutely. any other uh, metric. Absolutely. I mean, besides duck power. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know I, I agree with that. Like, you know, it, it, it's how a car makes you feel. It, it's, it's, you know, it, it's putting a smile on your face. You know, I have a lot of fun still driving the old laser, you know, because it's just, it's nimble and fun. You can throw it into a corner and it just hangs on. You know, and I still have more fun driving that at, low, at slow speeds, and I, than I do pretty much anything else. But that and that and the MR2 because they just they're just very similar in terms of like that that are uh, you know like it feels like you're doing a million miles an hour, but you're doing ten. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's just that it's it's that it's it's you get that feel. Well, with the laser, at least it's laser focused on the feel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that, that's exactly the name says it all. Oh man, it's it, it, it's 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 all about that 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 focused life will with, with the laser <laughs> laser the amazer yes it is adrian cars that you regretted wow <laughs> nah. um, settle back in <laughs> <laughs> now i've thought about it for a while cars i regret buying i don't think i regret buying any cars like everything's given me a understanding uh, towards the future of what to buy what to look out for as I keep buying them. So I don't really regret buying any. I do regret buying all the parts for the Magnus back in the day, but it's, <laughs> that's a whole whole nother story. Do I regret buying the M3? Honestly, not really. I love it. Yeah, it's that's had the its main issues. Thing. Yeah, that's the main thing. As long as, long as you as long as you, you you love it, dude. Well, I had issues with it from the start, as we all know, um, and just driving it. Especially, you know, whenever I go somewhere and I park up and, you know, it's sacked on the floor again. It just brings back the happiness of why I, I first got the car. Mm. It just makes me happy or I enjoy it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I can't say I can't say there's anything I regret getting. No, not really. <laughs> it's well, kind of a shame. That's a, I think that's a good way to put it. You've yeah. put it as in... Not a bad decision, but something that you've learned from, or learned something new, or picked up something from it. Well, that's that, that's exactly it. So when mm. the, when I um, got the Triton the first time, well, that helped us learn how to rebuild an engine. Then the first Magna, I learned don't buy something from the wreckers. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the second one, which is the Verada, that was it taught me how to modify what's worth doing, what's not. Basically, how do you destroy a car? Um, then, what else was after that? I think I had the 180, which that I just regret selling. 
altogether. That, that was a good car. After that was the Chaser. I don't regret buying that. It was actually good to have a car that everybody looked for. When you had car meets, everybody's like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, he works over here. Blah, 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 blah. So that, that was good fun. The Civic was one of my best purchases. Don't care what anybody says. <laughs> that, that was a fun car. Same as the NX. Uh, again, another car I really regret selling. Um, I absolutely love that car too. But yeah, I can't say I regret buying any cars. I mean, that's a good thing. Like, like you know, it's it shows that you, that you've you've really enjoyed your experience with all your cars. So, no, oh, I'm always gonna enjoy it. I'm always gonna do stupid shit with them. <laughs> that's the idea. I mean, well, for me, it's well, I, the two grand, the, well, the one car really I kind of regret, but I knew I, I didn't I didn't buy it, so I got it for free. Uh, was 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 the W124. <laughs> uh, and and I look the amount of money you've put into it, you've effectively bought the car and some money. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> but I I do love it, and I I have got a real soft spot for it. Um, just like I got a soft spot for the LTD, where yeah, everybody gives it a, gives it a hard time. But to be fair, the LTD has cost me not a lot of money, and it's actually worked fine. Every, every you know, the whole time it's it's been on it's been on the road. So once this latest thing with the one <laughs> d four gets fixed, I'm gonna give it. It's on its last warning. If anything else breaks, that's it. It's going. So, uh, oh, to... come on, you can't be like that. I've given it so many last warnings, David. <laughs> just... yeah, don't bother giving me the last warning. It's done. It's a Mercedes. No, although I, I, I really want a TE. I really want a, a, a 300 TE. That, that's that's Ooh, what okay. Now we're talking. That's kind of where I want to be with with um with one of those um. But but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. But like, I, I do love it. You know, it's my first Benzo. Uh, Rizzy Ross would, would would totally agree. You, you know, that's it's, right, man. Yeah, in the famous words of uh, of Rick Ross, uh, "You broke till you got one." That's right. So, so <laughs> the, the fact that I've been able to to to, to learn from a car like that and, and to, to really appreciate it, it, it's been good. And 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 also that car, like it's, it, I've I've known that car for a good twenty yeah, twenty years. Like I've seen that that car's been around my life. So. I kind of know a lot about it, and and with that in mind, like it's just that history. That I was like, you know, I remember this car when I was a kid. You know, I don't think I could get rid of it so easy, and it's probably been, you know, the reason why I've, I've held on to it. But, but yeah, I've got to, I've got to really reassess my life decisions. With, <laughs> after, after, after this car. Harsh. Um, oh, that's uh, that's the first step. First step is amazing. No, but look, to be fair, though, I've really enjoyed. Like, I mean, I enjoyed learning how to paint a car, learning how to sand a car back, learning how to. You know, chip away bits and pieces. And to be fair, the way the car is now is a thousand times better than when I when I first got it. So um, it's actually unrecognizable the difference in that, that that car is. I mean, Alan, you, you remember back in the day with, with pretty much no paint. I think Scotty, you probably would have seen it with, with various degrees of shades of grey on the car. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it's, it's come a long way. It has come a long way, and and I, and I, I do love it in, in in a lot of ways. So so yeah, I. I I mean, I don't regret it. It's more of a, um, it's more of like a, ah, oh, damn. I wish I just would have got a better one. But you know, it's hasn't really tainted it. But it's, it, it's, it's, it's more. I've got to go, you know, yeah. Kind of get, kind of get that, get that going properly. But yeah, apart from that, like I haven't really regretted any any car I've, I've actually owned. The laser I've loved since since the day I had it. The Typhoon was was you know one of my dream cars when I was a kid. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get, get one of those days and getting that and it's it's, it's been great. But to be fair, that's the one car that I do hate driving anywhere because 
every it's like it's like you with with, with the skyline scotty if you were to own it today you just couldn't you, you just can't you just can't go anywhere with it you, like you know what i mean like you, you, you're constantly worried about it people look at you people follow you people do all sorts of stuff and, and yeah it, it, no, it, it ruins the experience for you you know like it's it's well, so something's like in the steel it's because they got oh look at that bogan over there <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's I I love it and I and I really do but it's it's the one car I I get in every time I go to for a drive I'm just like it's a chore because not because the car is a crap thing to drive it's actually a beautiful car to drive it's very smooth and you know easy to drive it's more for the fact that I I know that in in you know whatever situation I have to really be careful where I leave the car you know what I do with the car where I park the car where you know who's following me it's and it's it's it gives me anxiety you know like it's, it mm-hmm. sucks and i shouldn't have to feel that way about driving a car and i know it's just a ford but like you know especially with the prices that they are these days i've got to really reconsider my my, my insurance policy because you know i'm kind of worried as to, as to what's going on and, 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 it's, yeah. and it's just it, it's it takes the fun out of that car and like i really like i drove it yesterday and i was in your uh, your neck of the woods yesterday david i was dropping off something to, to edward for one of his cars <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, was driving up a hill, a hill, and you know, I, I gave it a hit, and the back end, you know, stepped out of touch, and I was like, oh, bit a bit of power there, and <laughs> um, and I, you know, I backed off, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It put, it put a smile on my face because you know, like, it comes comes on boost and, and and the likes, but man, I just it just gives me anxiety every time I drive it, and and it and it really ruins my my experience with that car. And, and as much as I say, oh, you know, don't worry, it's just a car and just enjoy it, beat, beat it, you know, love it, drive it, enjoy it. In the back of your head, it's always there, you know, and it's and it's just it's just it just eats at you and it sucks. And you know, this is that's um, as these cars get more rare, it's only going to sort of get worse, you know. And I find it the same. Like that's why sometimes, even if I did have the space in my driveway, I struggle sometimes to. Um, you know, find a nice, whether it's an S15 or even a rare K car that, you know, people would want it. And it's just the anxiety. And then, you know, are they going to, are they going to break into the house to get the keys to be able to drive it off or whatever? Yeah. That's sort of, even with all the security cameras and the electric gate and all of that sort of stuff, it's just putting additional sort of hazards in place just because you know someone wants to steal a car they're going to do a whole lot more than just steal that car and it's just yeah it, it it's hard man and i don't know what the what the right answer is unless you sort of you know hire a factory and keep it there and all of that sort of stuff yeah i don't know it's just it just it just plays in your mind a lot you know so it sucks it sucks because it because it is actually a great car and i, and I genuinely love it and and i want to keep that car forever but it's it's times like like you know it's like it's like do I like do I enjoy it as much as I should you know and and it really makes me sad that I have to actually question that so myself because this is the car that I've always wanted you know yeah, yeah it's it, it's that and a few other cars that I've always dreamed of having and it's and it's just and the, but this is the one that I'm just like you know I I don't enjoy it enough and to be fair I've owned it since 2015 I've had the car yeah. six six years and that's good Matthew you can count but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I've put thirty thousand Ks on it since since, since I've owned it. Yeah, so I mean, it's, I've, I haven't not driven it. It hasn't been a garage clean. I've, I've drove, driven it to Sydney. I've driven it all over the shop, um, and it's been f- faultless. Absolutely, it's been it's been brilliant. But 
oh, it just it just it just really hits you. Like sometimes you're like, yeah, I I I kind of don't really enjoy it as much as I should. And I I guess that's kind of why it makes me feel a little bit about a little bit bad about it. But like to be fair, like, I I, I want to keep that car. So I'm gonna have to work something out. I think. Anyway, gentlemen, enough of my morbid car talk. Oh, um, <laughs> shall we get into tonight's quiz? Yeah, let's quiz it up. Let's quiz it up. All right, gentlemen. So 10 questions with some bonus questions. I've written the quiz today. So our quiz masters from the last few weeks aren't on quizzing today, Mr. Mr. Prince and, and Mr. Mr. Bunting. Uh, but 10 questions plus some bonus questions in there. Let's go. Winner gets bragging rights. Buzz in with your with your buzzer. Riz, you gotta go, you said? Yeah, my man's uh, gotta gotta leave it to the to the real winners, the, the five winners on the screen that'll be left over. <laughs> so I wish you all the very best and thanks for having me, guys. It was good good to talk about the the worst sort of car mistakes that we've had. So awesome stuff. If if I manage to win, Riz, I'll share the win with you. Thanks, my man. One brown brother to another brown brother. We get All right. Question one. The Subaru WRX has been around for a while now. What year did the second generation WRX GD come out in? Oh. Alan. Oh, crap. Uh... <laughs> that wasn't in crap. <laughs> 99. Incorrect. Damn it. Scott, uh, Scott, Scott. 2001. Incorrect. David. David. 2000. 2000, well done. Uh, <laughs> See, I've that one. David, David did what you guys normally do to him. He waited. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I swear GC8s were still half in 2000, the first half. Yeah, they were. That's been. what I thought as well. They would have been, but like... They, the GDs came yeah, out. and then they came out later oh, in that year. Dang it, dang it, dang oh, it. Question two. The VW VR6 engine is quite famous. What degree is the engine's V? Adrian. Adrian. Yeah, just to make sure that we're talking about the right car. You said Volkswagen, yeah? Correct. Okay, yeah. uh, wasn't it uh, 15 degree? 15 degrees is absolutely correct, Adrian. Well done. Very good. Very nice. good. We, we have one. Yeah, so that, that is right. You do have one. <laughs> Question three. What does VR6 stand for? Uh, I'll, gi- I'll give you 0.5 if you get each part of uh, it. I mean, the six is obviously six cylinder, but if you get if you get either the V or the R right, 0.5. Very rare? Incorrect, David. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it just mean, oh, I should say. Alan, yeah. Doesn't it just mean like it's some kind of, V inline motor or something? Yeah, it's exactly right. Uh, v for for because it's it's some stupid German or something. I but it's stupid. But it's a V, and then uh, R stands for Rehin motor, which is for inline, and then six. So VR six. Well done. Something silly oh. like that. Jeez. On the board. So V for because the, the pistons are in, in a V. Um, R for inline, and uh, six for six cylinders. Uh, very pragmatic people, the Germans, aren't they? <laughs> Nothing imaginative. Nothing it's not allowed. Nine. 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 Question nine. Quick question. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. There we go. There's, there's, there's a, there's, David's mic dropped and he's walked out. He's done. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, question four, what car am I? This car is considered a B-segment car and it is a fully electric vehicle using a single-speed rear-wheel drive configuration. It was the company's first mass-produced zero-emissions vehicle. It debuted in 2011 at the German Automotive uh, International. David. David. Um, BMW i3. BMW i3 is correct. Well done. To, to finish that, you went on sale in 2013. Car is still on sale today and is a five-door hatchback. Won many awards and it brought the company's i-brand. It is the BMW i3. For check at question five. It is David 2, Adrian 1, Alan 1, and Scott yet to score. Come on, Scotty, get on the board. They're too hard. <laughs> question five. The current Dodge Challenger has been around since what year? Adrian. Adrian. Oh, you tested me here. I think, if I remember correctly, because it started after the Chevy and the Ford, so the Camaro and the Mustang, I believe it was 2007? Incorrect. Scott. Scott. 2008. It is 2008. God damn it, I was going to say that too. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking 2008, but I'm like, no. Oh God! Uh, so yeah, we so, all just miss it by one year. It's <laughs> one year. That's what it's they true. should call us now. They're just they're, that's what we need. It's not car talk. It's the one year club. It's the one year club. Yeah. <laughs> We're always off by one. Always <laughs> off by one. It's it's interesting that, that the car's been around. The chassis has been around for a very long time. They've just kept they've just kept putting more power in it and said, yeah, no, it should be right. It's it's amazing, isn't it? How like every other company's gone. Oh yeah, we're going electric and all that. Dodge is like cracks open a yeah Bud Light. We could put more power in it. Hellcats what? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see what they had to do for the new Fast and the Furious? No. The elephant wouldn't fit in the front of the Charger. So they had to put it in the back. That's it. <laughs> uh. That's why I feel... I think it's the last... One of the last scenes uh, when they've got the magnet cars. Yeah, yeah. You actually look at it. The engine's in the back because they couldn't it fit it in the front. Yeah, you're right. It is too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, score check. David, two. The other guys are on three. Question six. What generation of Ford Falcon was the last to feature the Windsor 5-litre V8? Adrian. Adrian. I am going to say... Was it the AU? It was the AU. Well done. Bonus question. What was the biggest version of that 5.0 sold here in Australia? In litres. In litres. Scott. Scott. Was it 5.7? Incorrect. Alum. Alum. Was it 5.8? Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say it was a 5 litre? Biggest version of that 5 litre that they, that they made here. It was a... Version of 5 litre. They did a stroker version in the in the uh, last TS50T. Oh, Adrian. Adrian. Was it the 5.4? Incorrect. That's Damn it. the A onwards. Up to you, Mr. Prince. Uh, oh, okay. Pick a straw, any straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me <laughs> have a little think here. We've uh, covered a few, so you can cross yeah. them off. 5.3. So, so what was that, David? 5.3. 5.3. Incorrect. It was 5.6. They did a 5.6 litre. Oh, always so, off uh, by one. Uh, uh, you went the wrong way, Alan. <laughs> yeah, you went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, question seven. The first generation Holden Cruise sold here in Australia was based on the what? David. David. Suzuki Ignis. It was the Ignis. Well done. 
Suzuki Ignis. Uh, not a lot of people know that. Question eight. The Honda CRX was was originally launched in Japan as the what? David. David. The Ballade Sport. That is correct. The Ballade Sport is very much correct. Question nine. Okay, this I is the one. I got that right. Yes. Just, yeah. Something to talk to me ever again. <laughs> I can see the I can see the beads of sweat dropping down your forehead <laughs> in the cover here, David. Um, you would have been disowned by the Honda Club. Indeed. <laughs> There's a guy off camera with like a gun pointing at his head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Question nine. How many, okay, well, I'll preface this with whoever gets the closest to this will get the score. How many Mazda RX-8s were produced? The closest gets it. Ooh. RX-8s, too many, I'd suggest. Um... Are we talking worldwide or are we talking... Worldwide, Alan. Are we talking all the series as well? Yep, series one and two. I'll go. I'll go twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five k. Yep. Uh, Adrian, you're next on my list. What are you going to go with? Something's telling me to go one hundred and thirty thousand. One thirty k. Scott, you're next. I'm going to say two fifty. Two fifty. As in 250,000. It's like $5 cash. Cash, yes. <laughs> Alan, so, uh, they, they, were, they were sold all around, weren't they? They were. They were sold quite a fair few of them. I reckon about 180,000. 180, 180K. Alum, you are closest. They made 192,000 of them. There you go. 192. Alum is on... Uh, 192 too many. <laughs> Question 10. What was the most rarest and fastest version of the Mazda RX-8 ever sold? Where or why? Oh. What? has a name. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. RX-8. RX-7 or RX-8, sorry? RX-8. It's the rarest and most fastest version made. I'm just going to take a punt. Uh, yeah. Adrian, I don't Adrian. know. Is it the Mazda Speed version? Oh, incorrect. Oh, um, yes, I have um, no idea. Mazda do something with SP, don't they? Is it an SP? <laughs> incorrect. Both good guesses. Both. Really... <laughs> but it's an MPS eight. To be fair, to be fair, they did make a Mazda RX eight SP, but it's not the one I'm after. Hey, that's the real. Then I should get at least half a point for that. <laughs> they actually made, actually made a few of those, but it's not it's not the it's not the limited uh, one I'm after. David, you, you... Uh, was there an Auto Zam version? Incorrect. Scott. All I know is Vale side did one, but it's not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, nah, I, I just looked up the answer now, so it's <laughs> answer now. <laughs> It just popped up. Well, it is the Spirit R. So they did Spirit R RX sevens, and they also did a Spirit R at the end of the RX eights run. They did a Spirit R. Now, yeah. Scotty, hopefully you didn't answer my get the answer to my uh, my bonus question. How many Spirit R RX eights were made? Nah. I close it straight away. Oh god. <laughs> Again, close closest gets it. I'll I'll, I'll I'll give the closest closest gets it. Twenty. Adrian says twenty. I'll say, uh, David, I'll say um, 150. 150. I'll say, I'll say a Hanji. Hanji and Alan? Oh, it's a very rare car, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But then again, very rare car of one hundred ninety-two thousand. Yes. Yes. So what's that? Let's say what's a good, what's a lucky Japanese number? Like, I don't know. What's a good lucky Japanese number? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna say like anything. Mm. Let's say five twenty-four. 524. Well, the answer is 1,000. So, Alum, you are... That's not rare. You get that. Yes, I'll take that, but that's not... (laughs) seems like a lot of cars. Especially... I don't know. Like, were they available worldwide as well? Uh, I think they were Japanese only, to be fair. This this is the one they made to finish RX-8. Correct, yeah. It It was the final version of it. That's quite a large number of cars. I feel I'd feel a bit jibbed at that point. And it's, well, it's not even any faster. <laughs> really? They said it was. They said it was faster. So if, if I if Did I they? go to it, yeah, um, it's got a bit of a tune, and it's five. I'm just trying to have a look what's in it. Just a lot of badging and special wheels. Yeah, so it's uh, basically the Gemini ZZZ of the RX8. <laughs> exactly right. Special so bucket seats. It's so, like yeah. it's like buying an M3. Anyway, you had you had two choices, um, only limited exclusively to Japan, manual and automatic six speeds, with pedal shifters on the auto. Spirit, I had bison on headlamps, four piston fronts and and red calipers. Ooh, Bridgestone Potenza summer tires. Uh, oh, that's an really, extra twenty five kilowatts. A powerful Bose sound system to push you along. Um, they reworked a lot of the engine and related electronics, which they probably would have had to because they they weren't very reliable. They, they actually did a fair bit of in, engine um, engine uh, different um, parts. So all improvements made it from zero to sixty in all zero to hundred k's in five point seven seconds, faster than the base model's six second time. Um, could also read a high, reach a high top top speed, and only limited in a small number of colors. So. That is it, gentlemen. Uh, and the reason why the RX-8 failed to uh, well, continue after 2010 was it failed the to meet emissions standards. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, score check, Scotty on one, uh, Adrian two, Alum three, and uh, tonight's winner on four, David. Well done. Oh, thank you very much. Good, good, good quiz, though. Close. Yeah, it was a very close one, actually. Everyone, everyone got in there. Everyone was... Uh, one-off, as we usually are on this, yeah. show, on this show. We're the one-off wonders. That's what we are. There uh, like we go. That's a shirt that you're going to make next. Yeah. <laughs> next to the potential one as well. Still going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that is it for tonight. That's a podcast, gentlemen. I will see you guys next time. A uh, couple of plugs before we go. Uh, Scotty Snitches, always snitching. Um, I, I, I think that, that should be your, your tag. It line. is cool. a yeah. loyal public service that he's providing. <laughs> I'm doing it for everybody, you know. It's I'm just helping, really. It's only fair, isn't it, Scotty? It's, it, it's exactly only... right. Scotty stitches, or, or, or always stitching. Carloop, uh, uh, carloop.com.au. Uh, see Riz at Carloop uh, to find out what you should be paying for new and, uh, and com- upcoming used car pricing. Uh, if you need help buying a car or advice, Riz is your man. The, he is the guy to to deal with with that. Car Talk with Manny J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, all up on Shared Engine, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Check out our merch on our Teespring store and support the show there or support the show via becoming a patron to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash car talk podcast and uh, all the money that you guys uh, you know 
give to the show goes back into the show essentially. So, um, so yeah, uh, um, we do this because we love it and, and, you know, we want to make it better. So, so definitely we, we, we would love the support. So um, like, like, share and subscribe us. Let's get, get us higher on those, on those rankings so we can get more noticed. Thank you, gentlemen. Been a pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure indeed. Thank you. And I will see, see you. Ya. Take it easy. Bye.